welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just be. Today I am choosing to speak about a job that I received years ago that I had the honor of working at that really shaped who Stephanie is. It really shaped my guest experience, just the way I interact with my customers, with my guests and the way I set my own life up as well, with all the love of sensory details, of all the layers, of all the beautiful pieces that create the whole, as I speak about often. I got this job out of passion, out of manifesting, out of aligning my vibration naturally to match this position that was seeking me. So we talk about vibration a lot on this podcast, and that is literally when you do things that bring you joy, when you do things that are good for you, that you know are good for you and good for others. When you follow that innocent, passionate part of you, that's when you meet the people the opportunities that are aligning with that. So back here, back then, I was a young teenager and I had this job working at an amusement park. It was an okay job. I was having fun. And it was connected to a beautiful bookstore with a beautiful, tiny, cozy nook. That was a coffee shop that had perfect lighting, comfy seats, friendly baristas and that coffee shop was Starbucks I'd go there on my breaks quite often and I'd sit in the big comfortable chairs I'd drink my coffee at that time my palate wasn't as um, warmed up as it is now back then I loved my coffee with lots of cream and sugar And then over the years, I started sampling other drinks, other espresso drinks, and then other kind of slowly reducing the sugar and the cream and going to milk and just kind of refining my palate a little bit. I'll never forget the time that I had my first chai, my first chai tea. a break time and the barista just was like what do you feel like I was like I just want something cozy and she suggested a chai latte with soy so to this day I drink them with soy milk because that's how I first had it and that's how I like it just picture for the first time ever knowing that this creamy goodness exists it's like the perfect creaminess, not too sweet, but just sweet enough type beverage in a mug, 
sitting there in that big comfy chair, listening to the playlists that are playing at the perfect volume in the background. So as you can see, the layers that the coffee shop put in were, they were there. And things like the minute I'd walk into the coffee shop, I'd smell the deep notes of espresso. It puts you in that state of vacation or that state of enjoying a beverage. I think I associated vacation with Starbucks because that at the time, that Starbucks was the first Starbucks in our city, but I'd been to Starbucks as many times when I'd go to California with my family. We'd visit my aunt and uh, I would enjoy Starbucks there and it felt like a treat. It felt like a vacation. So to be able to um, sit here on my breaks and enjoy a Starbucks, it was like I was going on a vacation for my little half hour break. And then sure enough, the manager at the time, the assistant manager, Brandy, she offered me a position there. She said, Hey, are you, are you loving the amusement park or can we steal you over here? And it was a no brainer for me. Of course I want to work at Starbucks. But I, I was quite young. I think I was 17 when I started. And when you're 17, you don't quite understand the art of customer service. You don't quite understand um, just, you know, efficiency. Back then, it was a learning curve for me. And I remember that. I remember the first few weeks there. And it was like, oh, I thought this was just going to be pouring coffee and having fun. But no, it's more than that. So I had to learn the the art of being a barista, of making perfect drinks, shots timed perfectly. Starbucks has changed a lot since when I worked there. When I worked there, we had these beautiful machines from Italy. We had to manually grind the beans and stomp the espresso with the little tool. If you would stomp it too too heavy it would be too slow of a shot if you wouldn't stomp it enough it would be too fast of a shot so it was the art of working with the espresso and the grind and getting the perfect shot which was anywhere between 18 and 23 seconds and then just learning um, all of the things that I had to learn but let me tell you like all experiences that are a little bit hard at first The things that are hard are the most rewarding. Similar to music, I remember when I was learning how to play piano all those years ago, and part of my theory was learning scales. Well, the C scale would be so easy, the D scale would be so easy. When I get to the A or the F for a minor chord or some something harder, that's where you just wanna stop. But if you keep going and learn, and master it, it's the most rewarding. I ended up working there and I quickly fell in love with the place. So fell in love with the level of customer service, fell in love with the people I worked with, my customers, and just the ambiance itself and helping create that. So let me talk a little bit about some of the levels of customer service that we had. We would have mystery shoppers that would pop in to make sure that we were on our game. And we also had somebody who'd come from 
head office who'd come visit the store and he'd come regularly to make sure we were following all the steps of service. So his job was literally flying from Starbucks to Starbucks and making sure everybody was abiding. So I always thought that would be a really fun job and he was great at it and he had great energy. He loved the brand. All of us loved the brand too, the team. We loved working for this company. We were very passionate about the quality and it was just very evident. Timing the beverage just right. If it wasn't quality, we wouldn't serve it. We had the standard of there were no microwaves or ovens allowed in the store simply because Starbucks did not want any other scent, any other aroma in the building other than the aroma of books and espresso beans. A step of service was always making sure to greet somebody the minute they came in. Acknowledge the customer. Even if you're busy, acknowledge them. Say hello and I'll be right with you. Customer is always right, of course. Um, also, one of my favorites was that when a customer, I, say, I don't like using the word customer, sorry. I like using the word guest. When a guest would come and order a espresso drink, so something that would be prepared at the bar, our level of service was we would spark conversation with everyone who'd order a drink. I had a lot of fun there too, being so young and just flirting with the boys at the bar. That's a metaphor in life. We all want to be seen and recognized. We all want to just be talked to. And I, I'm scared that that level of customer service might be going away just with the age we're in now where everything's technology. I love the art of customer service and I do hope it never goes away. As well as magazines, I hope they never go away. And books, I love all of that. There's something magical about bookstores. Just the level of customer service was really great. We really got to know our customers. If our customer didn't want to talk, of course, respect that too. You know, you learn to read energy as you work in the customer service field. Many of you may have been a waitress or worked in retail. I was a waitress for years too. It's such a beautiful skill. As a waitress, you, you walk up to a table and you read the energy. The minute you walk up to that table, you read the energy. It's like, do they want to be jokey? Do they want to be serious? Are they just hungry and grouchy? And you have to accommodate. Are they a new family? Do they have a newborn? What can I do to make it more pleasant for them? It's always thinking of the, the client, the guest, the customer. How can I make this a pleasant experience for them? How can I make this as beautiful as can be? So when I did waitress, one night I remember this story. There was a lady who came in and she was really cold. It was winter. I could just tell she was cold. And I sympathize with that because I'm also somebody, I always say like cold hands, warm heart. That is me. I have the coldest hands all the time. When your hands are cold, it's hard to be warm. That's why I love this new trend of luxury loungewear. Can't get enough of it. I love to be warm. 
So I saw this lady in there and she was cold. And so I just brought her a hot water and lemon just to hold in her hands. And she's like, wow, that is next level. Like, I can't believe you did that. And it's just like, well, I care about you. Like I care about my customer. I care about their experience. And it's all those layers of the experience that create the whole. And it's all those layers that create repeat customers, right? So you need the consistency of the product, of it always being quality. You need the customer service. And you also need a high level of customer experience. And I believe a touch of the senses, smell, touch, taste, sound, those are vital in providing a beautiful guest experience. And another thing I loved about working there was that they really got us involved. They got us involved in the contests we'd have, the sales, like we were always interested in how the store was doing. We cared about it. We had this contest once and we had to sell a large amount of ventis. So whoever sold the most ventis would win. Um, many places have contests like this. And so just kind of like incentives to, of course, probably for managers to reach bonuses, but also just for the store to feel like we're succeeding. So we had to come up with a creative way to sell ventis. So <laughs> I, I'm very proud of this. I came up with the idea of we write on our chalkboard, buy a venti, upgrade to a venti, and receive a kiss from your favorite barista. <laughs> Not sure if they'd go for that nowadays, but back then it was harmless. And so, of course, all of our regulars would be ordering ventis and they'd get a Hershey's kiss. So I thought that was quite clever and fun. So we just, we really had a lot of fun there. And I'm just grateful for it because all of these things, all of these past experiences have shaped just my eye for detail, my love of my customer. I look forward to someday being able to fully devote my life to my customers like my business and not have to have a full-time job on the side. I look forward to that, to pouring all of my love into my customers and I'm really focused on growing my brand, reaching the right people, reaching my people. I'm not for everybody. You're not for everybody. Nobody is for everybody. I don't know if you've heard of the term ICA, Ideal Customer Avatar. Well, you're mine. You listen to me every week. You're my ideal client. You are my person. I want to know you. I want to know you more. I want to know what you want. I want to know what inspires you. All of it. I want to know even simply... Why you're a listener? What is it that you come to listen for? Is it to be soothed? Is it to be inspired? Is it to have a friend in your ear? What is it? So here's the fun part. I'm sure you've uh, heard me talking quite a bit about this new thing I have that I am crazy passionate about. 
I am a sharer and when I'm passionate about something, can't help it. So I have this new membership and I took the step to finally launch it on March 1st. So you're listening to this mid-March. I'm keeping the door open until April 1st. So I'm going to leave you with this. Has there been a time in your life where you had just amazing customer service? Go back in your mind and think about times in your life where you had an experience where you were really delighted. So where were you? What were the things about it? And if you are in the customer service realm right now, even just on your phone or wherever you work from, maybe this episode could invoke a little bit of customer care. How can I make someone's day better? Or if you're just out for a walk, how can you just connect with somebody, make them feel seen and just say hello? thing is is we're all connected more than we know and each of our experiences as well have shaped who we are today you may not see the metaphor you may not see the connection in your past but I encourage you to go back and just kind of journal about your past about your past jobs whether you liked them or disliked them what were the learnings in that what were the takeaways in that what were the things about it that you as yourself have evolved and grown as a person. It's great, it's great to go back and kind of see all that just emerge. The patterns, they just emerge, the, the insights, they just pop up when you start digging, when you start looking back. I wish you a really good day. I hope something wonderful happens to you today. Okay, I will see you in two weeks, bye. If you enjoyed this session, please share it with someone who needs it or leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you feel the pull to work with me a little deeper, you can find my offerings at thegoddessgatherings.ca. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.